0: Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
1: All right, welcome to a special episode of the Goodman and Hummel podcast without Robbie Hummel because I'm sure he's golfing somewhere. I don't know where, probably not well. Uh, but we got a special edition for you today. Uh, we got the FAU duo uh, of L. Davis and Elijah Martin, uh, who both put their name in for the draft. And they'll talk a little bit about that, as well as the decision to stick with FAU, even with all the high majors poking around. We've got a live uh, commitment from Quincy Oliveri, a Rice transfer, and where he'll go. And then we've got Jesse Edwards, one of the best players in the Portal Syracuse uh, transfer, and his decision to pick West Virginia over Kansas and Gonzaga. So stick with us through the offseason. Maybe we'll get Hummel on. Maybe we won't. I heard he's still in contract negotiations. So we'll see how that goes uh, with Hummel. He's asking for huge, huge money. I'm not sure we can afford it. Uh, But you know what? I'm not sure how much we miss him either. So uh, again, make sure you follow us through the offseason. Thanks for joining us. All right, welcome to a special edition uh, Field of 68, uh, off-season edition, and we started off with a bang, none other than FAU duo, uh, Elijah Martin, John L. Davis, uh, joining us today, and um, first of all, congratulations, guys, uh, on a hell of a season, an absolutely incredible season, and um, it, it was cool to watch the ride because I spent a day with you guys, January 31st, you know, I don't know if you guys remember, but We went over to that hotel, and it was like the greatest lunch ever for you guys because, really, you hadn't had any of that yet. And and you went to one of the big boosters in Boca, you know, brought you guys over for a lunch. You guys looked at that spread, and you were like, wow, like this is big time. We've arrived. Little did you know where you would be, you know, six weeks later uh, in Houston playing, you know, at the Final Four. First, John L., what was the whole experience like for you? experience like for me was just like a
2: dream me living my dream that I wanted to play like when I was young just having fun with people I came in people I came in with
1: Elijah like could you ever have imagined that ride I mean I know you say like hey you're playing for obviously you know a national title but I think you guys were playing before the season to get in the NCAA tournament and then kind of just taking it as it as it came um What was it like? What was the coolest moment, I guess, of the Final Four or or of that ride?
3: Um, I could say, like, the coolest moment was um, obviously just running out that tunnel, I think, Uh, just your fans cheering you on and the the opposing crowd booing you, Uh, just realizing, like, stepping onto that stage, like, you only four teams make it here, you know, and – to be one of those four, it was uh, it was an amazing experience.
1: All right, the nerves. I know you guys acted cool through all that, but there had to be some some nerves. All right, like Janelle, start like. But when when watched- when were the nerves?
2: Well, the nerves is uh. I think as soon as we got on the bus to take off, I'm like I'm I'm just a little shaking. But then <laughs> when we got to the gym, I looked at the gym. I'm like, she's just like this. Is like this is normal but it's not normal as, as we think right now. But I'm like, I, I could play in here for real.
1: Yeah, that arena did not look like your home home gym. Let's be honest. Nah. <laughs> then uh, once, well, the, once,
2: yeah. once we had the first practice uh, with the fans and I, I'm like, it's all right. I ain't I ain't, go, I ain't got nothing to be nervous about. Just go out there and play my game.
1: Elijah, what, you know, in, in, in terms of the coolest thing to happen to you since, because again, I walked around with you guys a little bit in Boca, and nobody knew who the hell you were. Let's face it, in January 31st, nobody knew you guys. And now everybody knows you guys. Give give me a story of, of something crazy that's happened to you since.
3: Um uh, something crazy. A text message, maybe from somebody famous? Any anything? Yeah, I mean, I I had a couple celebrities like hit me up, like uh Austin Eckler. Yeah. I got on the phone with Donovan Mitchell. That's cool. Um, I think that's about it. But like, just around the community, just everywhere you go, you know, is people want to take a picture and not knocking that, but uh, just 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 showing like night and day of like what March Madness can do for you, uh, as a, as a, as a as an athlete, you know, uh, just walking around taking pictures, like being known <laughs> in the community. Yeah, probably yeah. been. Biggest surprise, you know.
1: John, we were talking before we, we jumped on here. You guys didn't have agents before the season started. You didn't need agents before the season started, right? There was no NIL for you guys. <laughs> and then when did it become, hey, I need to get an agent? Or maybe agents were, were, were knocking down your door at a certain point in the season.
2: I think Go ahead.
4: Huh.
2: I say I say uh when probably when we won when we won the conference tournament, just I had a couple people reach out to me. I right, w well, I wasn't trying to be focused on it during the season, but I was just locked in trying to just keep continue to play.
1: Elijah, what do you I mean, I assume same thing with you? I mean, you got an agent and you're you know, you're you're trying to uh have somebody else manage some of the NIL stuff coming in.
3: Yeah, so I had – I had got an NIL agent um, the summer going into this year. Uh, But, like, as the season kept going and, like, how we kept going up, uh, of course, deals kept uh, approaching me and, like, trying to um, work with me and stuff like that. But uh, you just had to be selective on what deal you could do at that time, you know, Uh, and was it worth it, Uh, the look you was going to be perceived as. You know what I'm saying?
1: No doubt, no doubt. So, what impressed me the most, I think, about you guys—couple things. I mean, throughout, it was fun hanging with you guys on the thirty-first when you guys were watching that. I, I, what is he a mentalist? Mentalist is that what he was?
3: Oh uh, yeah. I don't so my, what. Yeah, I think it was a. I don't know. It was some a magic man. We could say a magic man. <laughs> well, he fooled the shit out of you guys.
1: I could see from my angle. I could see what he was doing. You guys I could was like see seeing
2: on him. What's that? I was locked in on. I'm like I'm trying to see like what he was doing, but, but you guys like, had no idea.
1: Like he completely fooled you guys, bro. What, what oh, angle yeah, you had. had? What angle you had? I'm not the gonna side? tell you. I'm not telling you what he did. I'm not giving away a <laughs> secret. But I saw. No, I
2: told, him. What angle you have? The side angle.
1: Yeah, I had yeah. the side angle. Yeah, yeah. I had almost behind. I had the side, almost kind of behind, so I could see when he was coming up, and he, he was kind of hitting a little bit. <laughs> yeah yeah yep. Yep. so anyway all right so um one of the coolest things you know to me was in defeat you see a lot about people and the way you guys handled yourselves after losing the way you lost I mean it was obviously one of the most dramatic losses in Final Four history you lose that game a lot of guys don't handle it, it the way you guys <laughs> did what what was going through your head you know when you guys were you know, obviously, trying to trying to process how you lost and how your season was over.
2: She's uh, really, I really don't know. I'll just like just get back in the lab, see, watch film, see what we what we made mistakes at, and just we, uh, when, when we get there the next time, just just feed
1: off their mistakes. When you went up to the podium, Elijah, what what are you thinking? Because again, you guys handled yourselves with such class. You know, talking about getting better, um, saying all the right things. I- I'm assuming a lot's going through your head at that moment.
3: Yeah, I mean, walking up to the podium, I was just, uh, I was just blessed to be there. You know, a lot of people counted us out, and uh, to prove everybody wrong, make it to the final four. Uh, just being humble, and just, 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 just thanking God for what uh, He did for us uh, in that run. You know. Uh, also, just trying to keep it professional, keep it uh positive, keep it motivational, cause cause a lot of people looked up to us, you know uh we the underdogs, so like everybody out there feel like they could do the same thing as us, cause um we did, you know. Yeah, guys seemed very
1: appreciative of yeah. everything that you had
3: had accomplished.
1: You know, at that point, it almost felt like you the realization set in of what you had done, not that you lost, but what you had accomplished, and I thought that was. That was one of the coolest things, and then you know, I know you had said it kind of through the run a little bit at the Final Four that you were coming back no matter what, and I hate personally when, when people ask you guys right after a loss, are yeah. you coming back? What are you doing? Are you coming back? It's like, none of, there's so much emotion going through your head. Give it a couple days. Well, you guys gave it a couple days. I think you gave it almost a week, and, and you announced, we're testing the waters. We're going to go through the, the draft process, but we're coming back. We're not putting our name in the portal. We're coming back to FAU. Um, go through with me, guys. You you can start just kind of what the thought process was there. Because, again, Dusty alluded to it. I know, like, everybody's hitting up your guys. They're not hitting you directly, the coaches from other schools, but they're hitting whoever your AU coach was, whoever your high school coach was. You know they're hitting those guys and saying, hey, if he's interested, we're here for him.
2: Yeah, me, me talking to my coaches and my family, just going through the uh, see what my next step would be. I was like, I might as well test the water, see where I'm at, just see like what why I'm just at in the draft process and stuff. Just if I'm not there, I'm just come back and be better for my team.
1: Elijah, what what was it like for you? The loyalty factor, uh, playing into to you not going the high major route.
3: Oh, just thinking back. Thinking back on um the high school days, uh, I didn't really have no high major offers until, uh, until, until now and like last year and stuff like that. So thinking back, like Coach May was the guy to like take a chance on me, uh, cause he he didn't he didn't know that I could play at this. I mean, it wasn't guaranteed that I could play at this level, you know, and, and at this uh standard or whatever. And just to show the, the Lord the same loyalty that He showed to me. And show it back to him, you know. Uh, just can't even put it in words, you know. It's just just how I was raised, you know. Yeah,
1: yeah, and he's such a good dude. Anyway, I mean, you could see it through the the whole run. He doesn't <laughs> get rattled, does he? Like, when, yeah. give me, give me. When you guys have seen him rattled the most, Dusty May is is when Janelle. In practice. <laughs> when he gets in on you. Prat-
2: yeah, when he gets on us, he's getting on us a lot. Then that's when he can beat rider. But these he always say that's why we got that's why we here practicing for. Just
1: for the moments. Yeah. Oh, you you got a good story, Logic? Like anything really oh, yeah. good about Dusty kind of that we don't see?
3: <laughs> yeah, one time, uh one time like one time we were just beating ourselves, and he was—he had they like he had shotguns and uh, shot his feet like. <laughs> That's <laughs> yeah, pretty it was, good. It was yeah that time I, I remember that time for real. Last
1: that question was... for both of you: uh, You bring back almost everything, other than Forrest. He's the one guy that we know is, is is leaving. I think he's out of eligibility. I think I don't know who who knows how many years guys have left anymore. He probably has another year. <laughs> Uh, but but I think he's done. You return everything else at this point. I mean, I assume the preseason. I got your preseason. I think number three, four, whatever it is. Maybe maybe that's disrespectful. I I don't know. How do you guys feel going into next season? Now, uh, is it national title? I mean, I guess that's the way you got to look at it, isn't it?
2: Yeah, that's what we aiming for. the the, uh, the people that used to get in came in, put in work, just. Oh right after the season I said I know we going to make a bigger jump than we did, did this year.
3: Yeah, facts. I mean the next day we had got knocked out of the tournament. We was in the gym, playing open gym. Oh, <laughs> um, I love that. Love stuff it. Like that. And then just knowing like we more we more motivated than ever, you know, we're not satisfied. First and foremost, uh and towards like the rankings and stuff, we're not really worried about that. Uh we we hope we get disrespected so we can go out and play like dogs and chaotic again you know what I'm saying because that's that's what fueled us more uh down the line anyways you know
1: no I think you'll get respect this time I think you'll get respect you earned it you deserved it uh uh-huh. again it was it was fun to, to watch the ride and uh, I'll be back in Boca again I'll make another trip next year don't you worry uh, you gotta
2: come you got to come before the Win Street
1: Oh, I will. I will. I'll be out there early. I'll be out there early and maybe multiple times. I mean, the weather's good. Why, why not, right? I got to get out there. So you could be on the beach. You could be on the beach. Exactly. Exactly. No question. If as long as I get that good lunch again at the hotel, I'll be there. Hope, I'll hopefully be there. you can.
2: All
1: right. Listen, guys. Janelle, Elijah, really appreciate you joining me. Uh, good luck with the draft process. Congrats on on a hell of a season. And uh, we'll see you soon. All right, now we're going to take a break. Uh, We'll be back with Rice transfer Quincy Oliveri, who's going to make uh, his commitment decision next.
5: tell you guys about our sponsor for today's episode, Athletic Greens. I started taking AG1 a few weeks back. When we get in the middle of college hoop season, it can be hard for me to eat and drink as healthy as I probably should be, especially in late February and March when the schedule gets really busy. But I found that I felt better as I've made AG1 a part of my daily routine. I take AG1 in the afternoons, after the coffee is worn off, and once the itis post lunch is kind of set in. And what I've found, my energy levels are up. It's improved my digestion, and as a result, I'm not only more efficient and productive in the most important time of the year for me and for the field of 68, but I'm working out more consistently. I just feel better. AG1 is so much more than just a greens powder. It's comprehensive health and the power of habit in one. Covering my nutritional basis for the day literally could not be easier, which is why I trust Athletic Greens. I just mix one small scoop of the AG1 formula with water, and I drink it every single afternoon. Done. Just like that. I also like that it only costs $3 a day. The price is right. If a comprehensive solution is what you need for your supplement routine, then Athletic Greens is the answer. They are giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Free! Just go to athleticgreens.com backslash field 68. That's athleticgreens.com backslash field 68. The link is in the description below. Check it out. Support the field of 68 and feel better about yourself.
1: All right, Jeff Goodman here back uh, with my daughter, Talia Goodman, and we are breaking the commitment of one Rice star, Quincy Oliveri, who I I love the smile, man, because you had it the whole time in Houston. Where uh, I got to know you and Talia got to know you because you guys were working together. Uh, I don't know who was working. I, I think Talia was working a little harder than
6: you were there, Quincy. I,
7: I, I, I played the
6: fifth. I played the fifth. <laughs> I got my hours done.
7: There uh, were a few times you were trying to sneak on that court. We both <laughs> know it.
6: Got to get a few shots up.
4: Visual, on that court
7: visualize as you could.
6: it. Just visualize it.
1: Yeah, you should. You should. Uh, listen, for people that haven't seen you, and, and obviously, uh, I know your game, but for people who haven't seen you yet, describe your game,
6: Quincy, to
1: people.
6: I'm going to use what a lot of other people say, and I'm going to just say microwave score, but I like to pride myself better than that. You know, I, I'm an energy guy. I like I bring a lot of energy on the offensive end, defensive end, and in timeouts, and I'm a, I'm a fun guy. I'm a, I'm a smiling guy, so right or wrong, I'm going to still be smiling whether I, I, I cause a turnover – I hit a three I'm always be smiling but offensive end, microwave score and then I'm a I'm an energetic guy on the court
1: yeah six three guard uh third in conference USA and scoring the average almost 19 a game six boards a game uh I'm not going to get on you too much but you shot 41 from three as a sophomore down to 36 last season we're not going to ask you to explain that now but we know we know you can score the ball and we know you can score from all three levels um that that's the biggest thing. All right, Todd, you're up.
7: So the portal's been getting crazier and crazier every year. I feel like it's really at its peak right now. Over 1,400 entries right now. What's this experience been like for you? How has it been like kind of dealing with the portal?
6: It's been very stressful, very good days, and then very tiring days. They were early on, it was it was a great feeling to see everyone who was interested in me, what they had to say about me as a player and as a person. But as the dog day started coming on, where it was just kind of like, okay, now I really got to make a decision. You gotta field out some calls and make it make make some mature decisions, it kind of got a little stressful on me. And it got to a point where I had to like even ask my mom and some other people to kind of like leave me alone. <laughs> I feel like everything was too much at one time. But overall it was a great experience. You know, I never got recruited like this out of high school, so it was great to experience it. But I, if, I I will definitely leave it with a positive positive uh adjective to describe it than a negative.
7: Yeah. So what was the biggest difference between you know getting recruited out of high school and, and deciding to go to Rice and all that, and then coming into this and and maybe getting a lot more attention than you had before?
6: The biggest difference was my phone. I had to actually turn my phone off, and sometimes beg people to stop talking to me. Coming out of high school, I was begging people to talk to me yeah. and putting out film film of my games with my dad and. Trying to do the best I could to get my name out. Now it was like, okay, mom, like I, I, I'm, I'm sending them your number or Coach Parra. I'm sending them your number because you know I've, I've been on the phone with these coaches and I, I, I just kind of need to do some school work. I, I, the first weekend I went in the portal, I didn't do any school work. I was on the phone from sunup to sundown.
7: I know these last few days you've been going on Instagram live a little bit and the fans have been talking to you. I've been on the lives. I've seen it. The Auburn fans especially. But I've seen some of the other fan bases hop on there, too. What's that been like just hearing from the fans and hearing how much you know they want you going to their school?
6: It's fun. You know, I, I, I'm big on fan interaction because I, I like to make it known that I'm not someone who I think I'm better than other people so I like to make them make show people that I'm human I like to interact with you outside of basketball play the game ask them questions ask them about their life and kind of get to know them on a personal level rather than just oh this is Quincy Oliveria basketball player he's this he's that like no I'm a regular person just like you and I I like to have fun and have a establish a connection so I think that that's that's the biggest thing and that's that's what makes it so fun.
1: Hey Talia said you wouldn't stop asking questions to everybody that was working uh the final four helping out so um, I, I think that's cool, though. That, I mean, you you enjoyed that, which said to me a lot about uh, who you are. And I talked to Scott Perra about you, and he couldn't stop raving about you um, a, as a person. I have one more question about the process and, and the NIL component to it. Um, I've heard from a lot of different coaches. They say to me, like, you know, I get on with all these kids, and the first question they ask is NIL. Um, how do you try to balance – NIL, and, and picking the right school for you and not worrying too much about
6: the, the money aspect of it? Oh, well, I, I think that's a great question. And I made it apparent on apparent early to Bruce Pearl, Anthony Rutter. Uh, I mean, I could go on about all the coaches that this isn't a money grab for me because I know if I make the right decision, I'll whatever money I sacrifice now, I'll make 10 times in the place I'm really trying to go because this is a business decision where I'm trying to make this decision so I can ultimately be in the NBA or play and make the most money I can. And so a lot of coaches, even Bruce Pearl told me face to face, he said, you know, that's refreshing to hear Quincy because a lot of these kids just want to make the most money. They want to go to the place that has the most money to offer them, but then they get stuck and they're not happy. And I know that I don't, I I don't need, I don't, I'm not here to break, break the news with the first $8 million deal or something, but I'm at a school where I'm not playing or I'm not happy. Uh, If I'm I'm happy and the fit is right, I'll make the money that I need to when it's right.
1: All right, Tal. You can ask the the biggest question of the day. It's
7: time? It's it's time, Quincy. Are you ready? You ready for it? All right. All right. Where are you going?
6: Next year, I'll be going to play with Sean Miller and the Xavier Musketeers. I'll be in Cincinnati, Ohio. And I'll be having a lot of fun with my new teammates, especially Desmond Claude, Damian McKnight. Jerome Hunters, those are some of the people that I've got to know well already. And I'm gonna be in Cincinnati in the big east. Congrats,
1: man. Congrats. Um why Xavier? What what was the biggest reason? I know you just got back from a visit there this past weekend. What was it? What what is it you
6: love about Xavier? The the program. I mean, I I could rave about how they pitched to me and how they persuaded me just on a player level, but Sean Miller and his staff. They're a great group of guys. The players that they have are a great group of guys. I mean, me and Jerome hit it off rip at dinner Friday, and then me and Desmond all Saturday. We it was almost as if I'd known them for three years, you know. And it's just a great environment. the The basketball and how much they care about basketball. as like Xavier is so so. It's it's amazing to see the stages that they play on Madison Square Garden, the, going to UConn, and it. it I mean, they're gonna be in
1: the best league. Hey, you're going to be in the best league in America next year. I know a lot of people, Big 12, Big 12, Big 12, and it's been great. But Big East next year uh, is going to be ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. I I just don't know if you're going to be able to handle the cold weather. Uh, That's that's
6: what I've been telling everybody. You know, I'm from Atlanta, and I've lived in Houston these past four years. When I see snow, school is canceled. Everything is canceled. Uh, It's going to be different having to actually go do something in the snow. But, you know, I know them Nike coats will keep me nice and warm.
7: You mentioned the stages that that they play on at Xavier. When we were at the Final Four, we were talking a little bit, and you said you wanted to be there next year. You didn't want to be working it. You wanted to be on that court. How important was that in kind of making a decision, and how much do you feel like that that played into to where you ended up?
6: It was very important. You know, Sean Miller's a great coach, and he has an amazing track record. You know, and the one thing they pitched to me is they've always been close. You know, Elite Eight, Sweet Sixteens. They just need one key piece to get over that hump so they can say final four, won the elite eight and make it, make it to that point. And to know that they've had consistent success in the tournament, because to me, obviously, since I haven't been there consistent success is just getting out the first weekend and they've gotten, they've gotten out of there. Sean Miller at least has gotten out of that, that weekend multiple times and he is just as hungry as I am to go to the final four and to play for a coach that not only can develop me as a player, but, Lead a team that that deep in the tournament is something that I'm excited to do.
1: You know, Sean has mellowed a little bit uh, because he was on field of 68 when he was out for a year. So I take credit uh, for the fact that you're getting a little bit of a mellow Sean Miller. All right, <laughs> a few years ago he, he was he was a little more high strong. So I think he's he's chilled a little bit. Um, you do know Davion McKnight well because you you guys played against each other in Conference USA. Talk to me a little bit about how you see yourself fitting in at Xavier, playing alongside De'Bion.
6: Playing playing at Xavier, I mean, off-rip style of play. They play very, very fast, and just a minor note, they had success with another Conference USA transfer last year, Sule Boom, you know, so that was one thing they pitched to me is, you know, you know Sule very well. Look at what he did, and just be honest, Q, like when you played him, did you see him being being able to do the things that he did here and look look at this and look at that and it's just like oh like they play fast when they get off the glass everyone's going there, advancing it it's not a lot of dribbles in transition unless it's like you know they're they're slowing it down or but the style of play is it's like i was looking at it it was just like yeah and then they would put my clips along with that and it was like man that that's literally identical just different court playing with davion will be very fun though i've known davion for three years he came in my sophomore year and He's an amazing point guard. I tell a lot of people he can really pass the ball. I remember when he first came in the league, uh, my coach, Coach Green, he did a scout for Western and he said his assist to turnover ratio is very, very good and he can pass the ball well, but don't underestimate him because he can also get to the paint. He can score. And Wood had a heck of a freshman year. And then when they won with Charles Bassey, you know, so he's a winner also and he'll bring that winning aspect to the team. But, Playing with Daviano, it'll be very fun because I played against him and I know what he's capable of. No doubt.
1: All right. Well, listen, uh, congrats, man. Congrats. It was great getting a chance to to meet you and, and hang out uh, a little bit in Houston. And uh, the good, Tal's only like a couple hours away. So she can drive and see you from Bloomington, Indiana next year. Uh, I'll be out there as well. I'll, I'll make sure I'm out there uh, and, and watch you play in person. But again, congrats. Uh, Xavier's getting a hell of a player and, and an even better kid. So, uh,
6: i really, really happy for you. I appreciate it. I appreciate this opportunity. I know me, I mean, honestly me and Ty are good friends and I didn't even think about doing this, but it, it you know, it's just, I really appreciate it. And I'm very thankful for this opportunity. No, this was a, like,
1: this was the perfect way to do it. The perfect way to do it. Um, and, and again, congrats. And, uh, and we'll, we'll talk soon. Uh, yes, all right. We're going to go to a break now and, Uh, We will come back with Syracuse transfer Jesse Edwards, uh, who will break down why he chose West Virginia earlier today and how much NIL was a factor for him
5: tell you guys about our sponsor for today's episode Athletic Greens. I started taking AG1 a few weeks back when we get in the middle of college hoop season, it can be hard for me to eat and drink as healthy as I probably should be, especially in late February and March when the schedule gets really busy. But I found that I felt better as I've made AG1 a part of my daily routine. I take AG1 in the afternoons, after the coffee is worn off, and once the itis post lunch is kind of set in. And what I've found, my energy levels are up. It's improved my digestion, and as a result, I'm not only more efficient and productive in the most important time of the year for me and for the field of 68, but I'm working out more consistently. I just feel better. AG1 is so much more than just a greens powder. It's comprehensive health and the power of habit in one. Covering my nutritional basis for the day literally could not be easier, which is why I trust Athletic Greens. I just mix one small scoop of the AG1 formula with water, and I drink it every single afternoon. Done. Just like that. I also like that it only costs $3 a day. The price is right. If a comprehensive solution is what you need for your supplement routine, then Athletic Greens is the answer. They are giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Free! Just go to athleticgreens.com backslash field 68. That's athleticgreens.com backslash field 68. The link is in the description below. Check it out. Support the field of 68 and feel better about yourself.
1: All right. Welcome back. Field of 68 special edition. Uh, Great show so far. A couple studs from FAU that decide to go back to school, even though a bunch of high majors have been poking around. Uh, John L. Davis and, and Elijah Martin. Uh, and obviously there's going to be huge things expected of them next season because they bring back their entire team. Uh, then obviously we have a commitment, Quincy Oliveri to Xavier. Uh, he had interest from plenty of of other high major schools, took a visit to Cincinnati this past weekend and it uh, makes a decision to go to Xavier, which I think is a, a really good choice for him because again, there's playing time. you know, they lose one of the best backcourts in America in Sule Boom. Uh, and Kobe Jones and Sean Miller had success with boom uh, coming from the same conference USA league. Uh, Boom was one of the best transfers in the entire country can get his shot off. Same thing with Quincy, not as uh, probably not quite as, as small and quick uh, as Sule, but uh, bigger, stronger can score from all three levels. And again, uh, he'll pair with Davion McKnight. Des Claude will be a sophomore, next season. And I think that'll be a really good perimeter trio. And, and now the question will be uh what's up front with the Musketeers uh to go along with uh with with that perimeter trio. Uh while we're waiting hopefully for uh for Jesse Edwards here who will be coming on here uh in a second uh, we'll talk about some of the other uh big guys that are on the board and, and while we talk about Jesse Edwards uh going to West Virginia uh he follows another big Commitment for Bob Huggins uh and Kirk Kreesa. So I think we've got Jesse Edwards uh coming on right now. There he is, uh connecting. And uh Jesse, how you doing, man? Congrats.
4: Hey guys, got me? yeah, I hear you.
1: All right, I know you're fresh back from uh, Morgantown. You just got back, got back home. Uh congratulations. Yes, you joined, as I was saying, Kirk Reesa in terms of big-time transfers that are going to play for uh, for Huggy Bear in Morgantown. Right. What what was it? What was it about? Because you had a bunch of big-time schools all over you. What was it about West Virginia that you decided that that was the right place for you to finish your career?
4: Uh, West Virginia? Um, I mean, uh, before the visit, like you said, I had a bunch of great offers. Um, Kansas-Gonzaga was in my top three uh, together with uh, West Virginia. Uh, all of them great programs, but um, I was planning to see um, more. But, you know, when I was there, I just fell in love with uh, everything uh, West Virginia, you know. Uh, they uh, started out, I met the team, met the guys. Um, they took me around uh, afterwards, all of the coaches. Um, facilities incredible. The city, the people are, from what I've met so far, so amazing people. Uh, super welcoming, you know, friendly. Everybody's just saying hi or just, uh, um checking in uh, on how you're doing so it, it it was just an overall like great experience and uh I was like you know uh why my like you know why wait when I already uh, got this on the table
1: how much did NIL play a factor in you coming back for a final year anyway because you, you played four years you didn't play a ton your first two and then, and then made a big jump your junior and then this past season um you know you hail from from the Netherlands from Amsterdam um yep. How much of, of NIL, if there hadn't been NIL, would you have mm-hmm. just said at this point, hey, I'm I'm going to go pro?
4: Uh, good chance. Good chance. Uh, definitely um, changed things, you know, for everybody, I guess, in college. You know, there's yep. first-round picks coming back to college. Uh, and it's probably, like, NIL is a huge um, factor for that for sure. Um, so, yeah, it, it definitely, like, made it an easier consideration because, you know, college is a great place to learn. A uh, great place to develop uh but we not and I also gets a chance to you know uh earn some on top of that. So definitely played a role. Um and just making an easier decision.
1: Was was West Virginia your only that was your only visit, right?
4: Yeah. Yeah it was yeah.
1: So was that tough to make the the decision after one visit or because you're older, you've kind of gone through this process already coming out of high school, did it make it a little easier to say, hey, you know what? I've seen it. I'm good. I don't need to go to Kansas or Gonzaga.
4: Yeah, like it definitely, you know. I'm, um, like you said, you know, I've been around, I've been playing for four years, been in college, seen a lot of campuses, uh, played a lot of away games. Uh, and you kind of get a feel for what it's like, you know, uh, what, what type, what's the type of place that you fit in, what's the type of place that you would, uh, you know, like living or, um, like playing in. So, um, I'm definitely really like a little bit further in that. Um, but on top of that, like I say, you know, it just it's easy to fall in love with, I guess, when you live there. Um, and it translated really easily when I was there. So uh, I, I just didn't feel the need to, you know, uh, look any further, really. Um it was just a lot of fun, great time.
1: So you, you played four years for Bayheim, which I think prepares yeah. you for anything. Um but <laughs> But I'm not yeah. sure if it prepares you for hugs. Like these, these are two <laughs> iconic coaches that yeah. are very different. But you know what I'll say: the the one thing they have in common, there's no bullshit yeah. with either of them. There's zero yeah. bullshit. They're going to tell you exactly how they feel. And, and to me, I guess going through the four years with Bayhon, where he was tough on you early, yeah, he was he was tough on you late.
4: Uh, sure. You're prepared for anything, aren't you? Um. Yeah, you know, I've um, learned a lot from uh, Coach Bam over the years, for sure. You know, four years with a legendary coach like that. You know, you see the good times, you see the bad times. You know, you, uh, you see how he reacts to that. You see what you can do uh, to learn from that. So it's, it's just been a, a great learning experience. Uh, you know, the assistant coaches, too, Coach Red and uh, Griff and uh, GMAC. You know, you have a bunch of great players who played at Syracuse who will teach you um uh you know the ropes and uh they, they really guide me through that uh, and with hugs you know what I've seen so far is 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 just the uh, you know uh, he's absolutely different different coach you know like you said I'm used to uh a lot of stuff but you know I might just learn a lot uh a bunch more uh, when I go to uh, West Virginia I know that for sure um and the assistants everybody I've met so far you see there's like a culture of uh um you know uh basketball uh just all around you know Hugstold the coach Huggs told me uh how he grew up you know is his is that was a uh you know a great coach uh so he just grew up with the game and you see that uh, you feel that around uh the the program it's just it's just a lot of fun you know everybody's there to the play everybody's there to win so yeah
1: how how did he tell you he's going to try to use you any different than than you have been utilized at Syracuse
4: uh, yeah, I mean, obviously, I'm just trying to uh, uh, build up what I've built uh, the last couple of years, you know, so try to take my game that I've developed uh, to a new level. That's what I'm uh, uh, going to try to bring to the uh, the program, you know, uh, Do keep doing what I'm doing, but also, uh, you know, add somewhat of a shot, you know, I improve the pick and roll defense. Uh, I haven't really had a lot of chance to do that yet, so. It's a bunch of new stuff I uh, I want to just uh, try out and work on as hard as I can. And obviously, uh, ACC is a physical league. Uh, Big Big Twelve is uh, just as physical, if not a little bit more. So uh, probably going to be uh, spending some time in the in the gym with uh, <laughs> with the guys. So yeah, there's a, a bunch of stuff I want to improve for sure.
1: Yeah, you know, it's good. Like different system, obviously, uh, yeah. different different arenas. You know, yeah. you're probably a little bored going to the same arenas over and over and over <laughs> over the last four years. So now, you you know, yeah. get to go to Kansas, get to go to some of those other uh, iconic yeah. uh, arenas. And I'll tell you what, mm-hmm. playing in, in, in the Big 12 is no joke because those fans, like some of the places in the ACC are unbelievable, as you know. Yeah. You know, obviously yeah. going to Duke is Duke, right? There's nothing like yeah. Duke and Kansas, I think, are the 1A and 1B. But
4: mm-hmm.
1: you know some of the the bottom ones in the ACC aren't nearly as like. There's no bad ones in the Big Twelve. There's no bad.
4: Right. Yeah. See what you're
1: everything's saying. really good. Um, so I think yeah. you'll notice you'll notice the difference there. I, I know yeah. I asked you whether you Perfect. would have been back in college if if NIL didn't exist. Um, how much did it? I saw a quote from you earlier a little bit that. It wasn't the the ultimate factor in you choosing West Virginia, but it it did matter a, a little yeah. bit. I mean, in terms of again, I've heard West Virginia's NIL package is pretty pretty strong, and Syracuse, mm-hmm. as you alluded to, the fact that it, it's not great yet right now.
4: Uh, yeah, I mean, I might have re- like uh, misphrased it a little bit. You know, they've they've done a great job already. You know, uh, and like you said, the Big Twelve might just be a just at a great point right now. And, 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 um, so at that point, you know, with NIL there, they are, um, uh, you know, just a bit maybe bigger. Uh, so that definitely helps, you know, like I said, uh, but Q's also definitely had, um, you know, their side of it. Uh, and like I said, you know, it was just, um, the stuff around it really that made it for me. Um, just a new, you know, a new change of scenery because four years, uh, has been great. Like, honestly, I've had an amazing time here, uh, the, the, the fans here are great. The program's great. great. Uh, but I just felt like it was time to, for me, you know, to move on, give myself a new uh, environment to challenge myself in. And that's what I definitely feel I found uh, in, uh, in WV. And, uh, you know, I haven't been there long enough yet to, to vouch for everything, but everything I've seen so far has been just uh, amazing and seems like a, a new level to challenge myself at. Um, uh, against new opponents, new coaches, uh new players. So it's 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 yeah, it's a lot of fun.
1: You know what's gonna be the most entertaining thing for you to see is gonna be okay. the interactions between Hugs and Kirk Creesa. Two of my favorite people. <laughs> Two of my favorite people. But I'm telling you, you're gonna you're gonna get a front row seat to some very entertaining conversations that you are not going to be able to repeat the words to.
4: No, 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 no. I'm pretty sure of that. I'm pretty sure of that. But no, yeah, I, I definitely, you know, think they're both they're uh, they both obviously hugs. You know, it's a uh, everybody knows this character, but Kerr also, you know, he's a, he's, a, he's a fun guy, and they'll probably get into it a lot. But yeah, I can't wait.
1: They'll have fun. All right, listen, uh, Jesse <laughs> Edwards, uh, congrats. Averaged a double. Here, here's my great. This is my favorite stat, Jesse. You, as a freshman, you averaged two point four points and played seven yeah. minutes a game. And gradually you got to a point where this past year averaging a double, double 14 and a half points, uh, over 10 rebounds, almost three blocks a game. And it just shows, you know, sometimes it doesn't happen overnight. You got, you got to work for it and you got to be patient. And I think you were, you were in it it, and it really has paid off. And again, congrats on the decision. Uh, hopefully I'll get a chance to see you in Morgantown this year. Uh, you Kerr hugs and I think you guys should have a pretty good team. So uh, thanks for joining sure. us field to 68 congrats again thanks to everybody for joining us on this edition uh special edition sure. field to 68 special off season and uh, we'll have more we'll have plenty of transfer portal uh, updates this off season so check back with us.